What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Landing. I'm Tristan. Joined with me always is Fisher. And this episode we get to celebrate because Big Ben is officially, for the time being, gone. Yes. The Steelers are no more. Yeah. And I mean, I, we, I was four of six for my picks, which I'm happy about, I guess. I was hoping the Steelers would at least make a little bit more of a run before they got kicked out. But, you know, if you think about it, I mean, they didn't really stand a chance against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are just Hell that good. no. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I realized, like, just the day before, I'm like, why the hell did I have the Steelers beating the Chiefs? I'm like, I'm so stupid stupid um but yeah honestly i don't even know what what games i got right i was i mean there was so many blowouts like holy crap i was not expecting there to be, be as many blowouts as there should have been like the bills and patriots i was expecting that to be a close game uh the uh-huh. 49ers and cowboys i mean if you look at the score it looks close but it really wasn't <laughs> yeah, most of the time you had the cowboys making a run <laughs> I, oh, i'm so stupid whatever it's okay it's always next it's year not dumb. it just comes down to luck and it just comes down to pick i mean like i i did not think the niners were gonna win that game either yeah true well they definitely proven us wrong i mean that would be kind of interesting if we get a 49ers and a Chiefs super bowl again uh that would mm-hmm. be quite interesting i think it'd be really unexpected if something like that were to happen uh but eagles and bucks oh, we yeah. all knew that game was going to be a blowout uh so we got that mm-hmm. right and then the rams and cardinals i was hoping to be a uh, close game but obviously the cardinals had no idea what they were doing against the rams so did did you watch that game at all yeah i watched the, i think the majority of it did you see the rock like giving his speech and then like it, as soon as it ends kyler murray through that pick six? Oh wait 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 was uh the rock on the uh peyton manning the peyton manning cast yeah yeah, yeah. Manning cast yeah well it's funny um because i actually don't um I actually did watch that. The first time I ever watched the Manning cast was actually that game, but I wasn't there when The Rock was on. I was there when Russell Wilson showed up at the end. Um, uh-huh. uh, wait, this is the same game we're talking about, right? The Rams and Cardinals. Yeah, I should be. It should be the same yeah. one I was talking yeah. about. Um, yeah, and so yeah, that was the first time I ever actually sat down and watched it on TV. The Manning cast, and I think that would be kind of cool to do it more often because it's kind of interesting, like kind of hearing what they have to say. And they, and they're not like as filtered compared to the normal uh, commentators that you see within like the normal like Showtime uh, or the show oh, broadcast it's yeah. on, I should say. Um, Mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know um but yeah it was kind of interesting uh, but no i wasn't there with, with the rock i i yeah but that's right he threw <laughs> I, I think i did see a clip of it though um so yeah it was bad it was real bad but yeah i mean like when it, yeah when it came down to my picks i mean i was i was four of six uh yeah i mean i i did not think the cow the 49ers were going to beat the cowboys but they did cowboys blew it and every year fashion typical cowboys mm-hmm. and that's the thing with the cowboys too is that they have so much talent. You know, they got CD Lamb, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper as the receivers, Dalton Schultz tight end. They got they got Zeke in the backfield. They got they got a good old line. They got Dak. You know, and then on defense, you know, they they got uh, they had Dan Quinn as their defensive coordinator, who is our defensive coordinator. We went right. won the Super Bowl. And he's a good def- he's he's a good coach. He's a good he's a really good defensive coordinator. And Micah Parsons, I feel like he had like fifteen or something so sacks this year, thirteen, fifteen. However, he, it was double digits regardless as a rookie. That's insane. And Trayvon Diggs was a beast at corner this year. And like they oh, have God. all the talent. And the fact that they lost, it was just I, don't, I I did not see it coming. And then Dak Prescott won the MVP for Nickelodeon because it was, oh. the game was on. Was, yeah. So now yeah. So now Dak Prescott and Mitch Trubisky are the two uh, MVP 
MVPs of all time. I'm curious to see who's going to end up winning it next year. Have you heard and how, then, like, on that Nickelodeon broadcast that, that sometimes the, there will be hot mics and you can pick up the player saying the F word? <laughs> yeah, I remember that happened last year. Yeah, because it was, it was the Bears and the Saints. And yeah. I remember... Uh, I can't remember what receiver it was, but someone on the Bears just straight up punched a guy on the Saints. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 com- the commentators bad. for the Nickelodeon broadcast are like trying to say something to like kind of mask, uh, like try and quickly mask what, when they said that. Um, but mm-hmm. in, in the, at least from this playoffs, uh, from what I could tell, it was it wasn't as loud compared to last year's. Um, yeah. But it, it's funny because I think they tried to people want it to be like an annual tradition that there will be at least one Nickelodeon broadcast where someone yells out the F word. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah, and that's the thing too. Like the last couple of times, like the Bills and the Patriots have played, like especially whenever they play in Buffalo, at least one fan throws a dildo out on the field, oh, and somebody right. and, and somebody did that this last week. And whenever Kendrick Bourne scored a touchdown for the Patriots, it was like one of the only touchdowns they scored. Like someone threw a dildo onto the field. Yeah, that's. Uh, and then what game was it? Uh, was it the Rams game where someone was throwing toilet paper at the field goals? Um, shoot! It was like when they were kicking field goals or extra points. They were throwing. To, who frick was it? The Rams game. Uh, I honestly don't remember that. To be totally honest with you, hmm. that was the thing too with the Rams and the Cardinals game. I really wanted the Cardinals to win just because I don't like the Rams, but just it was a disaster from the word go for the Cardinals. And I'm curious to see how the Rams are going to do against Tampa Bay this week. Right. I'm trying. Okay. That's right now, I'm trying game. to like look at an image, like a really good it, what. No, later. Uh, gosh dang it. Yeah, I'm trying to find like an image of uh, the playoff picture right now for the playoffs because I'm, I'm just, I was just looking at the picture that I made, which of course is completely wrong now. Um, but, mm-hmm. And so I want to look oh, at yeah, something yeah, that's, so... that's legit. I can't really find like yeah, a bracket. I... Like I, I just find lists. I don't want a list. I want a bracket. It makes it so much easier yeah. for me to understand. Um, yeah, I know the four games off the top of my head because I know that because I know there's, there's only four games, so it's easier to remember. I know the right. two Saturday games. It's uh, it's the Packers are going against the 49ers, so the 49ers mm-hmm. are playing in Green Bay, and the Bengals are playing the Titans. I Okay, so the Bengals and the Titans is the first game, and yeah. then the Niners and the Packers is the second game Saturday. Saturday, mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, uh, I know the Bills and the Chiefs play last, because that's the game I'm most looking forward to. So the first game, Ooh, that, means yeah, has, that has to be the, the... So the first game Sunday has to be the Rams and the Buccaneers. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to all of them, but I'm really looking forward to the Bills and Chiefs game because, I mean, it's a rematch of the AFC Championship game last year. And yeah. also, the Bills beat the Chiefs earlier this season back when uh, the Chiefs were, I think that was like right around the time, you know, because they started off like three and four and they went on their big winning streak. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that was, the, that was around the time, that, that was around their three and four uh, time period. So, they weren't doing near as well as they are now. But and it's also, it's tough to beat a good team twice in a season so i mean I, right. I i i would be lying to you if i said i wasn't nervous but you know i i still think the bills are going to win you know josh allen's just so the if i remember uh yeah josh allen only threw like four incompletions the whole entire game last week every they didn't punt the ball once so the right. punter just he, he he didn't have to go out in the field once for that entire game like imagine being the punter for a team and you go out in the playoffs and you're like okay i have to be on my a game whenever i'm out there and you don't even step foot on the field yeah i think i did see a meme where he was like like he was just like how well i think he was freezing on the sideline or something or i can't remember mm-hmm. what it was but yeah i saw some jokes about how he didn't do anything um uh, but hey he gets paid right so I mean, oh yeah 
without um, a doubt. And then but, with sorry, just go, go on. I, I was just, oh, I, was okay, just okay. I, I was literally just gonna say that you know yeah, there's a good chance he's probably gonna punt next game. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. I hope he doesn't. I hope the Bills just keep running running up the scoreboard. Yeah, but, and then with with a uh, Big Ben leaving, I mean, I was, the more I was thinking about it, the only quarterback that's left from uh, so like since like the quarterbacks that we saw whenever we were growing up, Tom Brady is the last one left. Mm. Like all of them, like Drew Brees, left uh, retired after last season, so after the twenty twenty season. Yeah, and then Big Ben's gone. You know, Peyton Manning retired after the twenty fifteen season when they won the Super Bowl. It's just crazy, you know. It's gotten to the point where we're into the newer generation now. You know, with... isn't it the same thing with running backs too, or am I mistaken? Or is it just quarterbacks? Yeah, I mean, because I know quarterbacks they, for I, sure, it... but yeah, yeah cause I, I mean, running backs aren't in the league for near as long. Because I mean, they definitely they take a beating because they're That's constantly getting the ball and running through. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't even know who the oldest running back is right now in the league. Hmm. I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably think of one eventually. But it's got to be Adrian Peterson. You know, he's he's definitely got to be up there. He's just like ancient now. I can't and remember. Oh, sorry. Go. Keep going. I, wanna... I was just gonna say he's one of the he's, he's one of the best running backs I've, I mean, that's ever been around. And the fact that he's even still in the league is impressive. And it, it, it's just funny saying that he was on the Seahawks at one point. Right. And another thing is, uh, I don't remember his name, but there was a guy. I believe it, it was an offensive lineman. Maybe it was the center for the Rams. Like he's like forty years old. I don't know. I think it was a tackle. I don't. Think like it was center but um yeah i remember they were saying like they were like shouting him out like i think in the la- their last game like he was like 40 years old and he definitely looked like an old person like out there on the field compared to everyone else yeah yeah i think it's i think it's andrew whitworth that's it's their left tackle. because i know he's old let me look it up yeah but no no he's definitely got to be up there i think he's in his late 30s yeah he might be 40 i think he's, he is yeah 40. he's yeah he's four, he's 40 years old wow Dang. yeah yeah he got drafted in the second round of the 2006 draft sheesh wow man he's been there for a while uh but Mm -hmm. i guess uh before we could talk more about the football playoff situation going on right now uh, i want to quickly let our listeners know that i guess depends where you're listening to this at but normally this podcast was uploaded on my youtube channel it still is in two different parts i wish i could make it into one part but my internet sucks ass um and so anyway uh, when it comes to this uh, this podcast, you guys, we are now have it available on Spotify. I'll make sure there will be a link in the description that will take you to this podcast on Spotify because apparently there is another podcast called The Landing, and they currently I think only have like twelve episodes, so we got to beat them um, here in the mm-hmm. next few weeks. Um, <laughs> but uh, also Apple Music or Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. I wrote down Apple Music for some reason. Apple Podcasts is another way I can actually upload these podcasts as well. It's literally as easy as clicking a button from the looks things on the way i have it set up so uh if you guys are if you're listening to this on youtube and you would like to listen on apple podcast let me know in the comments or let us know in the comments like seriously uh we'll like to know what where you guys want to listen to it and of course you could be listening uh to this on spotify maybe you found us uh on there or something like that and if that's the case then make sure you guys subscribe to my youtube channel uh the spartacus 200 or i mean I, I i don't know if you can put links in a spotify description maybe you can um but uh anyway yeah if i make call duty videos so if you're interested in that make sure you guys go ahead and check it out and so with that little break let's get back to football yeah with the spotify version for our uh, sponsors we should just we should just do a shout out to your channel it's like this episode mm-hmm. is brought to you by the spartacus 200 yeah we'll, we'll, we'll like cut in like an ad break but i'll do the ad breaks on like a separate recording and i'll upload them differently on both that would be kind of cool actually huh that would be kind of yeah, interesting if we did something like that it's, it, it's worth a shot 
Um, but, uh, but then again, I don't really want to put too much effort into it cause I'm lazy fuck, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, so we, so you and I already came up with our, uh, playoff predictions, you know, uh, AFC, NFC championships and Super Bowls. Mine didn't age very well. I only got three of the six games, right. Uh, for the wild cards, um, which really sucks. <laughs> so like everything's all screwed up for me now. Um, so when it, so I guess we can just go through the four games on who we think is going to move forward now. So let's start with the Bengals yeah, so. and Titans. You know, I want the Bengals to win this game really bad, but I'm going to have the Titans winning this game because there's a good chance Derrick Henry is going to come back. Even if Derrick Henry doesn't come back, I still think the Titans are going to win. It was just it was impressive seeing them continue to do well after Derrick Henry was gone because mm-hmm. it seemed like he, he's definitely like the most intimidating part of that offense. But, you know, they're, they got the bye week. They're, they're a lot healthier than they were. And I, I, yeah, I have the Titans winning this game. Yeah, I think I have the Titans as well because after watching the Bengals and Raiders game, which was an entertaining game to watch, uh, I wasn't, like, overly impressed with the Bengals because, even because I thought the Raiders were not doing super hot and they really were able to, like, blow them out completely. And so I feel like if they're going to go against the Titans, who just had a bye, basically. And so... Uh, I mean, yeah, I just think Titans have a better skill level, um, but, you know, things could change. You know, it could be uh, Bengals blowing out the Titans because the Titans have a week off, and so maybe they lost momentum. Who knows? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, I definitely have Titans winning that game. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm rooting for the Bengals, but I have the Titans winning that game. So, okay, so the next game we got the 49ers and the Packers. Mm-hmm. Who do you got on that one? Packers, I don't think 49ers will make it. If, if, okay, this is what my prediction is for right now. If the 49ers do beat the Packers, I think 49ers are going to head to the Super Bowl. I think they will win the NFC Championship because the Packers, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is just on fire this year. And just in general, the Packers have just done extremely well. And the 49ers were able to just squeak by and get into the playoffs um, and were able to, of course, mm-hmm. hold their hold themselves together against the Cowboys. Um, but, you know, I really think the Packers are just a much better team overall. Uh, I don't know if the 49ers and Packers, how many times they played against each other um, this year. I mean, did they even play each other? I don't even know. Um, they, they did. They did. They, did. they played earlier in the season, and the 49ers were winning, and then the Packers drove down the field last minute and kicked the field goal as time expired and won. That's it was a really good, entertaining game. That's yeah. right. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm starting to remember this now. But that, that's probably why I don't remember because it's so early in the season. But, um, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so... Packers, I think, are going to win that game. Uh, will it be close? Hard to say. I just don't have faith in Garoppolo, honestly. He's not consistent. And so, uh, I don't know. I just think uh, Packers are just overall just a better team. This is my one surprise game. I actually, once I saw the 49ers were playing the Packers, I I think the 49ers are going to win that game. Uh, it seems like uh, in the past, Aaron Rodgers has never done too hot against the 49ers. And that was... I. I Assuming he likes to believe it's because it's his it, that was his childhood team growing up. That was the team that he always wanted. He always wanted to play for the 49ers, and it goes all the way back to the draft whenever they picked Alex Smith over him because the Niners had the first overall pick, and they ended up picking uh, Alex Smith, and then Aaron Rodgers uh, slid down in the draft until the late first round, and that's when the Packers got him. So I'm I'm gonna have I I want the Packers to win and just get to the Super Bowl just to lose because I don't like the Packers. Mm-hmm. But you know, being a Seattle fan, I'm also not a 49 49ers fan either but yeah i'm good i have the 49ers winning this game i feel like there's always one top seed playoff team every year 
that loses in an upset, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm having the 49ers winning this game. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I can respect it, and you know, uh, they of course are in the same division as the Seahawks, same with the Rams, so it's possible the Rams and 49ers will go to the NFC Championship, and, and they're both in the same division. That would be pretty crazy, actually, mm-hmm. um, but which I guess goes to our next game is the Rams and Buccaneers, uh, so who do you have going for that game, Tristan? I have the Buccaneers winning that game. It seems like I feel like it's going to be a lot similar to last uh, the playoffs from last year. Not with the not just with the Bucks get, uh, making a deep playoff run, but also it seemed like their defense continued to improve. Not just in the playoff itself, but just like in the regular season towards the end and going into the playoffs, their defense continued to get stronger and improve. I just I have the Buccaneers winning this game. Gosh, I could not tell you who I have winning this game. This is going to be a tough one. And, of course, uh, both these teams, their last games were essentially blowouts, um, especially for the Rams. Mm -hmm. Um, And so mm, uh, I'm just – frick. You know, I'll do the opposite. I'll I'll do the opposite as you on this one. I'm going to go with the Rams. Uh, I think they'll win, but I I definitely think it'll be a close game. I mean, Tom Brady's, uh, you know, obviously he's the GOAT, right? I mean, there's nothing else to explain there. Um, But Rams, uh, you know, having that blowout game, uh, I mean, I don't know if that means anything, but, you know, I just felt like they were scoring when they didn't need to score anymore. (laughs) So Yeah, Tom Brady's going to be going against Jalen Ramsey, who's the best corner in the league. That's going to be a fun matchup. But also, you know, I, I want the Buccaneers to win, and if the Pack, if the 49ers beat the Packers, then the Bucks are going to play the 49ers in the NFC Championship game, and the 49ers were also Tom Brady's childhood favorite team. He grew right. up being, like, the biggest fan of Joe Montana. He was there whenever Joe Montana Joe Montana made the throw to Dallas Clark, or not Dallas Clark, sorry. Um, Oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm drawing the biggest blank right now with their uh, tight end, but he, he made that catch whenever Joe Montana was like throwing it away against the uh, Packer, or sorry, the Cowboys. And he made that mm-hmm. really good catch. And yeah, Tom Brady was at that game whenever that catch was made. Oh, I actually didn't know that. That's pretty sick. But I, I didn't know he, mm-hmm. he was a fan of the 49ers growing up. Um, but yeah. Okay, cool. So I guess the last and fourth and final divisional round game is going to be the bills and chief. I mean, I kind of already know what you're going to choose. You're, you're a huge simp. We already just established that in the last podcast. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, do you think the bills are actually going to win this game against the chiefs? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't won this game. You know, it's hard to be a really good team twice. Like I was saying earlier, you know, it's, it, I feel like it's going to be a really good game. You know, they both were had high-scoring offenses in the uh, wild-card game. It's going to be a good game altogether, but I feel like the the Bills are out for blood, especially considering that they lost to the uh, Chiefs in the uh, AFC Championship game last year. That's true. I forgot about that. So, yeah, I think... Yeah, I actually think the Bills will win as well. Uh, it's I, it's going to be a tough one, though. It's for both teams, uh, and that's what makes playoffs so exciting for the NFL. I just feel like, even just during regular season, I just feel like any team can beat each other, you know? And I think that's what mm-hmm. makes the NFL so much more entertaining compared to, like, NBA or uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, there is some upsets with Major League Baseball, but, like, um, I, I feel like they're— they don't, I don't know. I don't know. There are definitely some upsets with that one. I remember when the Mariners, they beat one game against the uh, Houston. And uh, that was honestly, uh, I, re- I remember watching that game. That was really inter- entertaining. Um, but my, yeah. Anyway. It was Dwight. 
Oh, are, yeah, are you was, watching on your phone? Saying, yeah, yeah, no, no, it, you know, it was Dwight Clark. He was the tight end for the 49ers that made that catch. I think I said Dallas Clark. I meant to say Dwight Clark. Oh, yeah. You know, he, yeah, he was, yeah, he had that catch. The Tom Brady was at that game, but yeah, you know, I, I have the Bills winning the against the Chiefs. I think it'll be a really good game. That's the game I'm definitely the most excited for. And I, you know, I feel like whoever wins that game is going to end up representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, you know what, I, I have to agree with you on that. I think one of those two teams is going to be the one making it to the Super Bowl because I look at Bengals and Titans, and uh, especially Bengals, I don't see enough skill there. But Titans, maybe, but I just, I don't know. I, I may, I don't know. I definitely see the Bills and Chiefs making it to the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, Bills winning the Chiefs, I think that's a, definitely a possibility there. So. Oh man, I you know I, football. I, I really want to get into it more. Like obviously, you're so into it that you you know like basically every player who's a starter. Um, I feel like um, and that's the struggle I have is rem- trying to remember players' names and like which teams they play for because there's only like a handful I know. Like the quarterbacks are pretty easy to remember. Um, some running backs and uh, as, like especially for Seahawks, you know, I'm pretty uh, I have a pretty good understanding of who all the players are there. But uh, outside of the Seahawks, it's really hard for me to remember um who has what especially when it comes to trading players too you know i have to remember who went where um, oh yeah uh, and, and a free agency can mess it and, up and, too. Uh, yeah and then of course um there might be some new starters from the draft and i it's oh my gosh it's so hard for me to keep up but i noticed over the last couple of years i've been trying to pay a lot more attention because i believe my first two years in college i just did not watch any football like it was extremely rare i watched football games because i was always like away from home so i didn't like have anywhere to watch it so when i'd go home for like the holiday days and it'd be like a football game on i'm like oh my god this is so weird like football season's been going on for a while now um and so yeah oh yeah um i'm trying my best sorry we we are really bad at this holy shit (laughs) that's totally fine that is totally fine but yeah no yeah the draft is one of my favorite times of the year you know I, i watch mock drafts religiously i haven't been as into it this year because the uh, Seahawks don't have a first round pick this year, which is definitely a bummer because it's with the Jets with the Jamal oh Adams trade. God. But yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting either way. You know, uh, we we'll, we'll still have an earlier second round pick. But yeah, no, I love watching the combine. I love looking into that. You know, it, it's interesting seeing like what trade what teams trade up, which ones select a QB, and seeing like what teams need a quarterback going into the season. Like I'm really curious to see what the Steelers are gonna do with their quarterback situation. Same thing with the Washington football team. Are they going to stick with Taylor Heineke for another year? What they're going to do with that? And then, you know, it's interesting with the Philadelphia Eagles as well because they made it to the playoffs and they're going into the draft with three first-round picks. I don't know if I talked about that last episode, but, yeah, it's, it's yeah, I love the draft. It's really entertaining to see what players go where and which ones pan out and end up becoming the next like future superstars and which ones end up becoming busts. Yeah, that, that's that's so true. And I, I like when does the draft usually happen? Like, like what, like what month? Like, I don't know if it's always the same month they do it, but yeah, yeah, it's usually late April. I mean, there was a one year and a couple of years back where they did it in late May, but yeah, it's usually like around last week of April, like not too long after the Super Bowl, uh, like a few weeks after. So that's usually when they have a. Uh, the the combine they usually have like this the senior bowl where like a lot of like the best college players basically just play in a scrimmage game against each other uh or yeah they it's like all the best like a lot of the really good college players they'll, they'll go on one, one team they'll, they'll get in two separate teams and they'll play against each other 
and that's a good opportunity for them to show what they can do and a lot of players tend to go like a lot of players have like the game of their life in the senior bowl and then they get drafted and don't pan out you know and there are mm-hmm. also players who don't do as well in the senior bowl and they end up doing really well in the nfl that's the thing too it's like it's it really comes down to luck when it comes down to a lot of it you know there's a lot of players that are absolute beasts in college and they go into the nfl and they don't do a whole lot like I think of a good. I mean, there's so many good examples, but I mean, like the one that I think of recently, Sidney Jones. He's a re- he's a really really good corner for UW, and then he got he tore his Achilles at his pro day, uh, right? Before, not too long before the draft, like he was gonna be like an early first round pick, and then he ended up going in the second round to the Eagles, and he just he was mediocre. Then I think he went to the Jags after that, and then he was with us this year, but he's just been a mediocre corner. But yeah, and he was a beast at UW hmm. yeah hmm. it's so hard for me yeah I, I'll I need to figure out like is it what what um how do you keep up to date with football like where do you go to like see latest updates on whatever's going on with football whether that's you know trading or like anything like where do you go to get your number one source of information for football at least NFL anyway uh, personally, Twitter. I mean, that, that's like the only thing that I follow on Twitter is just like, you know, like Ian Rapport, like Adam Schefter, uh, I Bleacher Report, Bleacher Report. I get a lot of updates there on stuff. I, I, I'm sure there are other alternatives, but that's just at least what I've stuck with over the past few years. And it's been great for me. And then you know, I have some buddies that are really into football, too. And if I don't get updates that way, I'll get updates from them. But yeah, I yeah, Twitter is usually the one place I go to whenever it comes to those kind of updates. And I I look at like when it comes to the uh, draft, I I look at mock drafts. That usually like like on Walter Football, their mock drafts are updated weekly, like at least once. If I believe I, I believe to my understanding. See, and, I, uh, I didn't even yeah. know you used uh, Twitter because I know like obviously we use Snapchat because that's how we communicate. But like I didn't know because I know you like got rid of your Facebook and Instagram and all that. So I was just I didn't mm-hmm. know you had a Twitter because when you brought it up to me because you're like you're not even following me um and i think yeah, I, actually know, yeah happened... I followed you months ago and you never followed me back well no no, no. i think what happened is so i i turned my notifications off on twitter like um i turn them off whenever someone tries to follow me or likes one of my posts or something like if i'll only get a notification if someone likes my post if it's somebody else that i'm following or something like that um Mm -hmm. but there are i don't remember how it goes because there used to be it's because like i usually reply to a lot of people out there who are bigger names on twitter and uh, Mm -hmm. sometimes i'll get like a lot of responses i'll get like hundreds of likes and my phone will just blow up and i just it just gets gets so annoying for me that i have to turn it off (laughs) um so and then like once in a while i'll go through like my my replies and i'll see if like how many likes it gets and how many replies i got um which doesn't happen too often but sometimes i'll be Mm -hmm. i'll get really surprised that i'll just have like like so much attention i didn't even realize it or something like that mm-hmm. oh yeah and like that's a, yeah it, it's fun watching the combine too because there's a lot of players you realize like what athletic freaks they are like like dk metcalf remember he blew up at the combine because he did so well he ran like a 4 3 40 he didn't do too well in the cone drill and i remember a couple drafts ago jeff akuda who's done okay in the nfl he got injured at the beginning of the season this year and he was out for the year with the giants but it, it was crazy watching his footwork 
for in the in uh, in the combine. It's crazy like watching corners and just other receivers and a lot of skill positions, like the way that they'll run cone drills and just watching cut corners and just the way they can cut all four corners, just like today's sponsor, Four Corners Cafe. You can go there and you can get a delicious breakfast or a delicious banana split for a discount price. It tastes like old people food. It's lovely. Can't recommend it enough. And use promo code LANDING to get 10% off a banana split. Yeah, and if you go up to the uh, whoever's working there, the cashier, and you place your order, the, and if you use the code name Spartacus, like just whisper to them Spartacus, and they will give you a free COD Points gift card. Just, and, and, and how much is that COD Points gift card, you may be asking? Well, it's one COD Point. That's how much it is worth. So make sure you, you we whisper it. to them. Tell them, just say Spartacus. Don't say anything else, just Spartacus, mm-hmm. and they will hand you a COD Point gift card yes and there's a good chance that that cashier will give you their number because they will be so in love with you yeah and yeah, yeah it's, a, it's this is an opportunity you guys just can't miss out on and another yeah, thing no, I, you I, really can't i'd like to mention really quickly um kind of moving away from football here so if you are watching this on youtube or i guess listening to it nothing really much to watch but um like if you are listening to this on youtube uh go ahead and comment anything you guys like to like maybe you have a question that you guys want us to answer i think that'll be really cool to like uh hear what some of you guys want to have asked uh just oh my god i am butchering this so hard just just yeah just comment on the video <laughs> just comment on the fucking video you guys just just comment and just and just just say whatever you want like i don't care and maybe we'll give you a little shout out here on like the next episode for example three weeks ago we had someone named ike green comment on our podcast and he uh of course was definitely not a guest uh, on that episode either um but he said you guys are just so amazing and handsome thank you so much for the comment ike shout out ike I actually have a funny story about Four Corners Cafe. So this was a few years back. I was there with my um, girlfriend at the time. And then uh, so uh, a guy that was in our class, he was working there. And uh, we ate our food. And then he showed up. And then he gave us uh, a bowl. And he's like, oh, here's a banana spot on me. And I was like, oh, thanks, dude. And it was just three things of ice cream, one scoop of chocolate, one scoop of vanilla, one scoop of strawberry with whipped cream and a cherry on top. And I was like, dude, where, where's the banana? Like he made a, me a banana split and forgot to put a banana in it. So it was just a split. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I, that's <laughs> it's just a split. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, man. Um. Oh, didn't. Uh. Oh, never mind. I was, I was, I was about to bring up something, but we already talked about it. Um, uh, there are actually, however, there is one thing I made a video talking about, and we can discuss it a little bit here. Um, within this episode, is Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard? This is actually Big really news. interesting, especially for the gaming industry, because I and I didn't even know this until you said something to me, Tristan. Is how uh, Sony's uh, stock plummeted really hard oh, yeah. after, like, soon after this acquisition was announced and mm-hmm. uh and i think i read somewhere else that it hasn't happened that hasn't happened to sony since 2008 which i believe was during the recession too um yeah so mm-hmm. that, that i thought that was pretty interesting uh, how that happened um but i also didn't realize that activision blizzard stock was also going down i don't know like the last uh, was it last 20 days it was like going down or something i don't remember what was going on with it uh, mm-hmm. but it was because i did watch some sort of video where it was uh uh, Bobby Kotick, the CEO of Activision Blizzard, 
and Phil Spencer, I think his name, he's the head uh, Xbox director or something like that. Um, they had like them on some news broadcast and we're talking to him for a little bit. And, um, and it's kind of funny because I know Bobby Kotick has been under a lot of fire with the sexual assault allegations going on with the company and basically how he knew about it. Cause there was some leaked information of him knowing about it and people were getting pissed off at him. And it's funny cause in this like a uh, little news video clip I saw, they, they brought it up and he was like saying that he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, it's like, I always, uh, <laughs> He's like trying to defend himself, basically saying that, yeah, I always mm-hmm. like take care of the sexual assault to make sure that we have a safe workplace. And it's like, no, you fucking don't. Like, this, this no. has been going on for years. You haven't done shit. <laughs> it's like, uh, Bobby Kotick, I, I know he's, I know I, I shouldn't be talking shit about him because obviously he's more successful than me. Um, but like, fuck um, that guy, start some beef. I yeah. call out DJ Khaled. You call him out. Okay, it's you know turn. what? Yeah, fuck you, Bobby Kotick. I hope you go yeah, down you. into six feet underground. Like, I, Goes down in the six feet underground. <laughs> I did not mean that this the the work together like that. So, I, but hey, there you go. I'm, st- I'm also I'm starting my own rap career now, guys. Um, no, um, anyway, yeah. yeah. That's why you shouted out Apple Music earlier in the podcast. That was actually like a sneak peek. Yeah, it was a little sneak peek. Tape. Yeah, guys, I, I'm gonna have my own rap career. Just stay tuned for it. I mean, uh, I don't know what my rap name will be just yet. It'll probably be like Lil Spartacus or something. I don't know. Lil Spartacus. <laughs> um. No, no, I'm not gonna make rap music. I I can't make music. Like I, I think it would be so fun to like make a song like with what you did with Cedar Mode. I think that <laughs> would be like really fun to do. But I I've never at all like recorded my vocals and like trying to sing a song or anything like that. Like I just don't have confidence in myself. So if I ever was to like make my own song, it'd have to be like some sort of like rap song because I don't have to worry about using high pitch notes i guess i don't know <laughs> yeah you can definitely get ike to pitch in on i mean he's the one who rec- uh, helped record uh preston and i whenever we did cedar mode right that is true mm-hmm. um and of course we talked yeah. about th- i think we talked about that w- when he was on here right i think we did um, i think we did yeah but um yeah obviously that um video was really successful did you guys ever make a uh did you ever do a recording of boards and glue uh no but we like whenever i talk to preston like we talk we, like it always comes up in conversation like we talked about it uh doing it on new year's but you you uh carter and i already had plans but if we didn't i was probably gonna hang out with him and record it but what? we will at some point are you kidding me i stopped that from happening i am no, so we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well yeah there's always next new year but <laughs> yeah. yeah no yeah and that's the thing the one thing that bothers me about the uh Activision and Xbox deals that uh, Microsoft bought them out for $68.7 billion, which is a lot of money. But why didn't they just boost it up the extra 0.3 and make it 69 billion? Like they're that close to 69 billion. Why wouldn't they just push it? Like 68.7 is such a random number. Nice for them to do that. But they, of course they didn't. I don't know why. Uh, And I also made a mistake in my video talking about this. I said $75 billion and I even made a pin comment as well. But yeah, it's 68 billion. I, I think for some reason I heard, it. like when i first heard the number i thought it was 75 billion so i was just like kind of confident with myself that that's what it was and then i realized afterwards i'm like oh shit it is it isn't 75 mm-hmm. billion but i mean in all the grand scheme of things it's i'm not too far off um mm-hmm. but um yeah. but that's still a and, shit ton of money though like holy oh yeah shit so, like like we won't even be able to make a billion dollars in our lifetime like it, no. it's insane making a million is already tough <laughs> yeah 
So, mm-hmm. and I'm, and this was like so unexpected. Nobody saw this coming. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, we can talk a little bit more about what I even, what I even said in my video, you know, like what's going to happen with the titles over at Activision Blizzard. Are they going to be PC and Xbox exclusive? And they did come out and say that it's not going to be the case with all their games. Uh, but you know, um, Xbox also has Bethesda, which makes which made Skyrim and the Elder Scroll mm-hmm. games and so, Fallout. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Who knows if we, I think those, it's a very good chance that those may actually be Xbox exclusives. Um, but when it comes to like Call of Duty, like on the Activision side, like Activision, you know, kind of owning Call of Duty and stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's definitely no way in hell it's going to be an Xbox exclusive or PC and Xbox only. Like the, the game just sells way too much. Like you need to have those PlayStation ponies actually buy, <laughs> go ahead and buy, uh, buy yeah. that game. Oh yeah. Without, honestly, I feel that way too, though, like about the Fallout franchise and, and Elder Scrolls. Like, I bet there's 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 got to be exclusives on Xbox, but like the way, way I look at it is like there's I feel like there's no way they're gonna make those just Xbox exclusives because of how many people on PlayStation play those. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because whenever I got my PS4, I became a, just a total Sony fanboy. I like I grew up with just Xbox and Nintendo consoles, and then my first ever PlayStation console was the PS4. And then uh, I got that because all my friends at the time were switching over. And I've always been, I've always preferred my PS4 over my Xbox One. But now with Xbox, and they got Bethesda a while back. And now they have Activision. I mean, they have all the tools in order to improve Activision overall. And I want to know, like, from you, uh, someone who plays Call of Duty religiously, like, what changes are you looking, like, what what are your expectations? Like, what would you like? Because I know you were talking about, like, you you don't want them releasing uh, a new time. Uh, new Call of Duty every single year because it seems so rushed and it's so bugged. Like, a... oh wait, Tristan, can you stop for a second? Your voice is like cutting out a lot. Oh shit, your voice is cutting out a lot. Time frame, like how often? Like, oh fuck, can you hear me, Tristan? Oh, um, your your voice is like cutting oh, out okay. a lot. <laughs> Thank you for. Fine. I understand what you're asking though. So while you're, uh, maybe I don't know if it's your internet, mic, or computer problems, but I understand what you're asking though, uh, for the most part. So uh, I kind of already talked about this in my video that I've already made, which you guys should totally check out if you would like to. Um, but basically, what I talked about um, how Call of Duty, the, how that franchise can be affected by Microsoft purchasing Activision Blizzard. Well, first of all, that means Activision Blizzard isn't the top dog anymore. Microsoft is. Microsoft basically can now tell Activision Blizzard what to do. And so if that's the case, then hopefully they uh, do, they kicked their ass and actually tell them to get their Call of Duty games all, all straightened out because the whole, uh, like, like obviously Call of Duty releases every single year by a different uh, game studio, even though there's like a hundred different game studios that work for Call of Duty now. It's so crazy to keep up with it. But, um, there's three main developers that create the Call of Duty game, Sledgehammer, Treyarch, and Infinity Ward. Next year's is supposed to be Infinity Ward's game, which is probably going to be Modern Warfare Roman Numeral 2. Uh, Roman, yeah, Roman, no, oh my god, did I say that wrong? Roman Numeral, whatever. Yeah, anyway, Roman Numeral. Roman Numeral, oh, I did it, okay, I did say it right. For some reason when I said it out loud, it didn't sound correct. But anyway, yeah, so there, that's what the next game is supposed to be, and it most likely will be. Um, but it's like, the things that I'm kind of looking forward to... 
Um, I don't, I'm a little bit torn on this because I did see a counter argument to this, but I originally said that there won't be any more annual releases. They can stop with the annual releases. They can have their developers take time to make a polished and complete Call of Duty game that actually works at launch, unlike Vanguard. And so that's one thing I was looking forward mm -hmm. to. However, there is a counter argument to it that is kind of true. And it's like, well, if they stop releasing annual Call of Duty games, then so let's say it's like every three years we get a Call of Duty game now. And so let's say one year, a Call of Duty game comes out, but you don't like it whatsoever. It could be like the next Call of Duty Ghost or something. And then you're going to have to wait a whole another three years until another Call of Duty game comes out. That's kind of what Battlefield's been dealing with, honestly, because Battlefield doesn't release yeah. every single year, but Battlefield 5 like it got a lot of hate with that game. And it did get better over time. Mm -hmm. And then a few years go by, and now we have Battlefield 2042, which was very highly anticipated. And everyone's just talking mad shit about that game and how terrible it is and so uh you know the, the same dealio could happen to call of duty if they do stop with annual releases and the one year when it comes out it could be dog shit for a lack of other words um and i really hope that that's a good point that i saw someone make but I, I don't know. I think it's more of a positive thing if they hold off on annual releases than a negative thing. That's just the way I like to look at it. And then when mm -hmm. it comes to zombies, uh, obviously Treyarch is pretty king on zombies compared to the other developers. There's a reason why everyone enjoys their Call of Duty games a lot more because of the zombies mode. And they got rushed making Black Ops Cold War. Well, they got, well, frick, they got rushed making Black Ops 4 because they had to make Black Ops Cold War. And then the end of the life cycle for zombies in Cold War kind of got rushed because they had to make Vanguard zombies, which obviously turned out terrible. Um, and so I'm really hoping when it comes to the zombies game mode, in future titles that Microsoft kind of steps in and actually kind of uh, lets Treyarch take their time to create their projects instead of rushing them and releasing them because clearly it's not working out right now. Um, so I really hope they do something like that. Uh, and I'm trying to think of other things I mentioned in that video. Uh, I don't know. You probably has, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but um yeah. Uh, yeah, those are like the two biggest things for sure. Also, Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, it would be so freaking badass if we got like oh, the, the yeah. Modern Warfare Remastered trilogy in like one application, kind of like the Master Chief collection or the Black Ops like trilogy in one collection and one application. Like that would be really freaking awesome if Microsoft could push out something like that uh, with all those smaller developers maybe who were help work with the Call of Duty games. I don't know. There's so much that I feel like they can do to benefit the Call of Duty series because right now this. This is like what us Call of Duty fans want to hear about. This is what we've been waiting for. Like Call of Duty is in such a rough spot right now. It is absolutely terrible. Doesn't matter if it's multiplayer uh, or Warzone or playing the older games like Modern Warfare. Everything is, is really bad except Black Ops Cold War. That game still seems pretty good, but no one seems to like to care about that game. Um, but uh, anyway, um, yeah, uh, I really hope this acquisition does go well. And hearing this was a big surprise to everybody. And I. I I see it more as a positive way than a negative way, but I also mentioned in my video that it's possible that Microsoft might not do anything different when it comes to Call of Duty with the way Activision handles things, you know? Things may not change at all with Microsoft uh, above Activision. We'll just have to wait and see. Remember Mixer? Microsoft bought Mixer uh, because it was like kind of an up-and-coming streaming platform.
platform like to, like you know they're trying to get to like twitch and what youtube streaming is but clearly mixer fell off and it's completely gone now so and i don't expect yeah, activision blizzard to go it. away like i don't expect activision blizzard to go away anytime soon uh but my point being that uh you know microsoft didn't do enough to like keep mixer going and so i don't want the same thing to happen with activision blizzard and they're not actually helping them out by acquiring them yeah, didn't Ninja sign like a big deal with Mixer too? Oh, like whenever God. it first like got launched, was it like a ten million dollar thing? Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. It was like yeah, they gave them a lot of money to to strictly stream on Mixer, and uh, you know that was a huge deal too because obviously Twitch has been going through a lot of uh, crazy stuff. I don't really know too many details about Twitch. I never use Twitch, um, but I know it's kind of in a rough spot for streaming because a lot of big streamers are going over to YouTube full time. So uh, and then of course when ninja went to mixer yeah he definitely got a huge deal out of it and i don't know how i don't know if he went through with the deal all the way or if he like i don't know broke his contract i don't really know what happened if if he did that um but yeah he definitely got a lot of money for going over there welcome back you guys sorry that we kind of did this weird transition here because for some reason i looked like it was my internet connection that was like cutting out and that's why tristan's voice in the recording sounded terrible like he was just kept he just kept cutting out uh, and uh, tristan was even saying my voice was cutting out too so it had something to do with my end and like i was trying to test my internet connection which i should try again right now but like it wouldn't work i like so i think my internet yeah now it will let me test my internet connection i something was going on with my internet for sure but we're not actually recording on discord like we usually are we are actually recording on xbox party chat <laughs> um just using our microphones mm -hmm, yeah we're fine fixing yeah but yeah we, we kept cutting each other off too like I, I would hear like every other word you were saying in some spots and then i would start talking and there was a pause and i'm like oh wait what's going on <laughs> yeah literally my internet speed right now i'm getting five megabits per second which is awful it's disgusting number i hate that crap mm -hmm. um so yeah so I, I think my parents are probably like on netflix or something um so that yeah. could be like taking up a bunch of it but tell uh, them to get off <laughs> um but you know it's okay you know whatever i can you know it's not too hard to edit these kind of things and just make the transition a little easier um going back into the groove but i don't even remember what we were talking about were we still talking about activision yeah we're talking about call oh, of yeah, duty yeah. that's yeah, right i kind yeah, of like the main thing that happened was like my yeah because I, I asked you like i i asked you a long question and then it cut off halfway through but yeah it was basically just like how long like what period of, like how long how many years in between each Call of Duty game would you prefer instead of having a yearly game because of how bugged they've been lately, especially with Vanguard mainly? But yeah, then it seemed like you got most of my question and pretty much answered it the way I expected. Yeah, I, I'd say to. like maybe every other year uh, for mm -hmm. Call of Duty title. I think that's reasonable, honestly, especially if we are still going to be going through like the three year developer cycle, the Sledgehammer, Treyarch, and Infinity War. Well, now I get all screwed up with Black Ops Cold War because that was supposed to be Sledgehammer's game. But um, like, mm -hmm. but yeah, there's that kind of three-year dev cycle, and it'd be kind of cool if every other year uh, they came out with a new title. But in between those years, they could give us a remastered of an older Call of Duty game, and they could like of course port some of that stuff into Warzone since that's trying to be uh, updated constantly through each title coming out. I think that is the perfect solution for new titles to be polished at launch and to be ready to go uh, whenever the release date is. And mm -hmm. also you uh, also fans will be able to relive the experience of the older Call of Duty games in a remastered form. Like, Modern Warfare Remastered was the shit. I love that mm -hmm. game so much, and I really want to go back and play it. I don't know how many people are playing that game nowadays, but that lot. was so ex 
exciting to actually have our first official remastered Call of Duty game, and mm-hmm. it was just so nice to play, especially since I never played COD 4 back during its prime. I, it's funny, kind of funny how my story goes when, it, when how I first played Call of Duty, but Call of Duty 4 was like technically the first Call of Duty game I ever owned. It was also Modern Warfare 3. Um, that was, I got both those games for Christmas, and so I could say that Call of Duty 4 was my first Call of Duty game, but yeah. I don't cons- I don't I don't I don't try I don't try and brag about that because I wasn't there back during like what 2004 when it 2007, 2007 yeah, yeah. Wow, wow I don't know I thought 2004 but yeah 2007 when it first came out uh, but yeah every other year but in between have remasters I think that is the perfect solution it'll give Activision and I guess Microsoft now a bunch of money and also it's good for the consumer because we're getting what we want with remastered games and of course these new games being polished at launch man be, imagine being a freshman in high school in the year 2009 because freshman year is when modern warfare 2 comes out sophomore year you get black ops mm-hmm. so junior year you get modern warfare 3 and then senior year you get black ops 2 oh my god <laughs> imagine being the class of 2012 like if you were really into cod at that point you were living the fucking life and i'm sure you didn't even realize it at the time and, and all those people who were at those ages uh they are now full-time content creators um, no. <laughs> yeah. that's how it all started uh I, what a time to be alive i couldn't imagine because when we were in school for high school it was uh, freshman year it was called the ghost, yes, yes, ghost. <laughs> and then advanced warfare which was warfare. meh and then yeah. black ops 3 was awesome uh, that mm-hmm. was an amazing yeah. game during our junior year. Then, of course, senior year was uh, Infinite, Infinite Warfare. Warfare. So and we had a Modern Warfare remastered. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Modern Warfare remastered yeah. was good, though. But I feel like they had to combine those together just so people would buy it because, like, at the t- like, you know, Infinite Warfare, that trailer is one of the most disliked videos in YouTube history. And now you can't even see the, di- the amount of dislikes on a video anymore. <laughs> that's so unfortunate. Silly. It was actually kind of funny because I was like, I kind of told you this earlier today. I was going through some of my older videos and. I came across a video I made about the Infinite Warfare trailer, and in the thumbnail, I actually have the a screenshot of how many dislikes it had at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. So I wonder like what it is at now, but obviously we can't see it, which is so BS. Um, <laughs> yeah, you go back to check the thumbnail, and the number is gone, and it just shows the dislike button. Yeah, the, the YouTube changed my thumbnail because yeah, <laughs> that'd be pretty funny actually. Um, but imagine be being like a kid and you're playing Call of Duty the first time, but your first Call of Duty game you ever played was Infinite Warfare. Oh, like, oh, my God. Honestly, I didn't hate Infinite Warfare as much as everyone says they do, probably because Mm -hmm. I was so used to um, Black Ops 3 movement style and it was really similar, even though the graphics definitely were not as good. But I still find I found enjoyment about uh, from the game. But what's funny is I went back and played it over the summer because this was like before the Vanguard beta came out and I was trying to look for other games to play. So I went back to playing Infinite Warfare. But there's people on there who literally still play the game every single day. Like when you go to the right on someone's profile, it'll tell you like their kind of like uh, their combat record. Mm -hmm. But it would also... um, tell you how many days played and people have like over a hundred fucking days played on infinite warfare and all they do is Jeez. play as the snaptic combat rig and they don't even touch the round they, they treat the floor as lava and they're just wall running everywhere and they're just like completely just halo jumping over you and just mer- melting you like mm-hmm. it, it's just it's like those people are just like completely cracked out of their minds like you can like it's so obvious they play the game every single day and they and it's so funny because they think they're so good at call of duty but they only play infinite warfare i came across yeah. people like this in call of duty ghost there's people i've 
met who have over 100 days played. I think I met someone who have over 200 days played in Call of Duty Ghosts. And it, what's crazy to me is like, how can you play a game that's so dead? How do you even get into lobbies every single day? And and those people probably think they're really good too because they do have like like three plus KDs because they even says on their profile. Um, mm-hmm. And what's funny is uh, I wonder if those people have like huge egos, like they think they're the shit at Call of Duty, but that's the only game they play. It's like, okay, how about you try another Call of Duty game and tell me how good you're at? <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. But, Absolutely. Oh man, like I, I don't know. Like obviously, I know Tristan. You're someone who hated Infinite Warfare. You did not like anything mm-hmm. about it, did you? Yeah. The one thing I did appreciate about it. Well, so the one thing that I really didn't like about Black Ops Three, besides the campaign, was the black market. I thought like they, mm. it was a, a joke. I hated it. I felt like, and I, there wasn't like it wasn't a black market Infinite Warfare though. But there were like supply drops and whatnot. The quartermaster, and, I think they call it. Yeah, yeah, the quartermaster. Yeah, I thought that was a massive improvement from how it was compared to Black Ops Three. Yeah, having the salvage or part system to where you can actually buy what variants yeah. you want was pretty oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying. Like, there was a glitch, and this was like maybe one or two years after Infinite Warfare already came out, but there was someone found a glitch where you can like get as many keys as possible, which I think keys was the currency used to buy supply drops in the game. And I think there was a glitch where you can get unlimited keys. And what was funny is that uh, if you did this glitch and basically what would happen, you could essentially get every single item in the game through this glitch. And there's people who did. There's a guy named Prestigious Key of a really popular Call of Duty channel, and he made a video saying he did the glitch because last time this glitch was happening, uh, the people who got banned uh, for like 30 days or something, when they came back, they still had everything in the game. So he took the opportunity and did the glitch, got every single item in the game through supply jobs by having a limited keys and he got every single item in the game and sure enough his account got banned for like 90 days or something like that but after the ban was over he still had everything they didn't reset his stats they didn't take it all away they literally kept the him that he literally they literally kept the items that he got through the glitch and and he made a video updating it and he's just like yep doing the glitch was totally worth it and so it's unfortunate (laughs) that i didn't take advantage of that because then i could have got every single item in the game Uh, but i just remember that being kind of a thing for a while and it's really it was really interesting um considering you know so much content is locked behind supply drops so of course people are going to try and find glitches uh to kind of bypass it in a way I, and you know one thing i wonder how do people like do these glitches do they like actually go into like the game's code and they're like trying to figure out like some sort of um like what's the word like some sort of uh a loophole where you can like cheese the system um but i i don't know how people or do they just come across it accidentally and remember how they did it like how how do things mm-hmm. like this stuff happen like i just so weird to me yeah no yeah it really is you know you're asking the real questions here and i was thinking about it so like i was thinking about it whenever the news came out about microsoft buying activision do you remember back i remember it vividly like the black ops 2 and even like the black ops 3 days because i remember that like Xbox and PlayStation, like they would have their own contracts with call. I don't know if it was with the Call of Duty itself or with all of Activision, but one one of the two would get the DLCs a month earlier than the other. Like during Black Ops Two, during I remember that at that time Xbox got the DLCs a month earlier. Mm, the exclusivity deals, what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think it was it was either Advanced Warfare or Black Ops Three. That's when Xbox's contract expired and then playstation got them a month yeah black ops 3 is when it started with playstation yeah yeah that's right and yeah i had a ps4 at the time and i was super stoked about that but like i was thinking about like what was the last call of duty that had that 
when it came to a was month it, uh was it world war Two? maybe yes or? world war when it came to like like for the dlc map packs to be released on the other platforms it was a month difference but for black ops 4 it was only a week and so mm. playstation only got it a week at a time which was much better than before and obviously we don't see that anymore like everybody gets everything the same time uh which is definitely good it's a good step in the right direction and uh, over the years it um uh, it, you know, it's honestly so funny because when PlayStation first got the um, exclusive rights to certain to the map packs for Call of Duty, I remember Sony, I, as an Xbox user, I was pretty upset because that's kind of one of the reasons why I got an Xbox in the first place was so <laughs> I can get to the map packs early. And then they switched over to PlayStation as soon as I like switch over to my Xbox One. And, oh God, it's so funny. Um, but what's funny i remember playstation was bragging about how how much better their console is and they do have better exclusives honestly like their single player mm -hmm. games are just remarkable but um yeah playstation 4 was they had a, like a more remarkable era with their console and they, they would always brag about how much better it is than the xbox and now things have really took a turn because uh you know xbox is starting to get a comeback especially with their xbox game pass which is extremely popular um mm -hmm. and then of course they acquired bethesda and playstation fans are like oh shit does that mean they're gonna have xbox exclusives that we don't don't really know yet but then this microsoft uh buying uh, microsoft buying activision blizzard has really concerned i think a lot of playstation people now um mm -hmm. and yeah i um i don't know i think it's funny how the tables have really turned so it's like it's like you guys are just like i don't know it's just so funny how like the console wars work you know which which console's better um but we all know that the best console is nintendo 64 um but no oh, I'm yeah. kidding. i've actually never used one <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, i have one i love it yeah i know you're kind of into the into the retro type stuff but i don't mm -hmm. like yeah the playstation 3 was my first console i ever had and then I got a Wii, and then an Xbox 360, then, you know, then I got every Xbox since then. I never switched back over to PlayStation. I still have my PlayStation 3 games, but I just never use my PlayStation anymore. Yeah, yeah, I remember my first ever console, when I was little, little, I had a Nintendo 64. I have some very early memories of playing Super Smash Bros., and I, I, I remember I got an Xbox, like the OG Xbox, whenever it first came out in 2001. So I was three years. Uh, it, it, yeah, I was I was around four. So I, I so I was out for like a year or so by the time I got it, and I had that for a while. Had a bunch of games on that, and then I eventually getting the 360 right when it came out in like 2005, 2006, and then I got the Wii right when it came out, not too long after that, and then uh, yeah, and then eventually yeah, I just played on my 360 all the way leading up until. The Xbox One and the PS4 got announced. I ended up picking the PS4 over the Xbox One. And then once the Xbox One S came out, I pre-ordered that and got that summer of 2016. So going into our senior year of high school, I got the Xbox One S. And then I've had both ever since. Dude, my brother got an Xbox One S for fucking free because of some drawing he did in uh, in in one of his classes. Uh, because wow. Microsoft was like some couple guys from Microsoft who were technically teaching the class or something, and they did a drawing at the end of the year. And he got a fucking Xbox for free. And all I can think to myself is like, I bought all my fucking Xboxes, yeah. <laughs> and you just get one like for fucking free. I don't know. I feel like my brother, like when it comes to drawings and stuff, my brother gets so fucking lucky. And I would not be surprised if he wins a lottery someday but like, yeah. um, like, it, like it's honestly i was so pissed when that happened because i'm like i had to fucking buy my own xbox like give me a break here That's funny. but um yeah
you know, yeah, uh, my my history of gaming doesn't really go too far back. I didn't really start playing video games uh, religiously until I was like in middle school. And that's mostly because my parents, when I was in elementary school, like they would literally only limit me one hour every day to play games, and which is like not a long time at all. No. And mm -hmm. I usually only played like Lego games back then too. Uh, and uh, it's kind of funny, like all the different games I played when I was a kid, because I feel like ever since I started getting into Call of Duty, that's like all I play. So now I, I there's so many games that have came out over the years i just completely missed out on and i really want to start playing single player games i would love to live stream them but unfortunately my internet isn't good enough to do that and it was a good proof right there just in this podcast alone because now we had to wait a little bit until my internet started yeah, like dude. go back up it's so stupid you should get into the dead space games i've been getting into those and they are a ton of fun single player they're also multi the second one i know is multi player but yeah they're a ton of fun single player games like uh, the, I, I forgot to mention yeah i got i had an, a nintendo nes whenever i was as a right right before i got the 360 i remember i played my nes a lot i played like castlevania the original metroid like i played those games from the 80s like all the time whenever i was a little kid i remember getting up early in the morning i'd get up early before school i was in like first second grade i remember playing uh, the OG Castlevania, like before I'd go to, to school, and I, I'd play that game religiously. But yeah, no, I've always had a thing for like older retro games too, but yeah, just about any console, I always like to play it and try it out. Yeah, and some of my earliest memories playing video games too, I remember um, the old Battlefront games, that was on like the GameCube, right? You could play those on the GameCube? The old Battlefront games, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and so uh, what was funny is so I used to play the infinite, uh, the infamous games, uh, which are really good. They're a PlayStation exclusive. I love the mm -hmm. infamous games. And back then, funny enough, so the, by the default setting for the infamous games, at least for the first infinite, uh, infamous game, uh, the, the, for the default settings, the controls were inverted. Like, when you look around, it was inverted. So, I, instead of just being a normal person and changing it, I just stuck with it. And so, <laughs> I used to play on in uh, inverse control uh, a lot on my, on my uh, uh, was it, the, the right stick. And so, uh, when I went to my cousin's house and I was playing on their Nintendo 64 with them and they were playing Battlefront, I would always, the, the controls weren't inverted so i would always get really confused which way to look and how to shoot and stuff like that uh, because i used to play on inverted controls but obviously i don't play on inverted controls anymore it was just kind of an interesting time in my life how i used to do that um but yeah i, I don't know I, I really had fun playing video games when i was a kid just because i would always play so many single player games the uncharted games were amazing and i'm glad they're making a movie even though tom holland doesn't really represent nathan drake too well um but mm -hmm. you know either way i think the movie would be good no matter what uh, I, I mean, the Uncharted games were such a, a a really fantastic franchise that I played. And it's unfortunate I never got to play their the fourth game. Yeah, because they came out the fourth and fifth. I don't yeah. know if they came out the fifth game, but fourth came out the fourth. Yeah. Yeah, and I never got to play that one. My brother did, and he said it was really long. And I and I like long campaigns. So yeah. And did you ever get to play Infamous Second Son? Because I think that was the one that was a PS4 exclusive. No, I my brother did, but no, mm -hmm. I never got a chance to play it. I, I, did, I actually watched a walkthrough of Uber Hacks and Nova on YouTube doing a playthrough on it. Um, uh, and it definitely looks a lot of fun. Like the, obviously at the time the graphics were enhanced greatly. Um. And 
and the gameplay was so bright and vibrant. I love like the neon powers in the game. Uh, mm -hmm. I thought that was really cool. Uh, yeah, Infamous, uh, amazing games. Definitely should try it out. Also, Ratchet and Clank was a great PlayStation exclusive. I enjoyed playing. Oh, yeah. uh, the first one I played was uh, Ratchet and Tank: Tools of Destruction. It was like one of the first games that my dad got for the PlayStation when he acquired it. Um, and Ratchet and Clank, that was oh my god, they, those are good games too. Um, and obviously they're coming out with a new one, or they came out with a new one for the PlayStation Five. Uh, I actually don't know if it's out yet. I don't own a PlayStation, obviously, but so uh, but um, God, those games just look really good. I I, re I really want to play other games. I really do. I would love to live stream them, but I, I, like I've already said, I just don't have good enough internet for it. So uh, it's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. But uh, this is pretty much getting towards the end of the podcast. I do apologize for that little cutout earlier. Uh, and of course, we're talking on, on Xbox party chat, which I think is quite funny. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know if it was a Discord thing. It had to have been my internet. Like something was going on with my internet. I don't know what the deal was, but everything seems to be working fine. Uh, Tristan's voice sounds good in this recording. So uh, we really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Stay tuned for future guests because there is someone I'm trying to get on here that I think will be quite interesting. I haven't talked to him in a long time. So I really want to kind of dig deep on the things he's doing currently uh so it'll be really cool uh to get him on here i'll i need to message him and see how that goes but you got any last words tristan's before we say goodbye yeah i mean just say yeah thanks everybody for bearing with us while we're going through the technical difficulties i know it's not fun hearing us in interrupting each other multiple times and having to transfer from discord onto here but thank you for if you just stayed uh tuned in for the whole episode thank you yeah seriously that that really does mean a lot to us and for those of you who are finding us on spotify make sure you do subscribe to my youtube channel the spartacus 200 it should be pretty easy to find and with that uh, i just make call of duty videos for the most part uh, so i'm kind of in the gaming stuff obviously we you know we talk about video games here at the end and so um yeah make sure you go ahead and check that out and if you are listening to this on youtube but would like to listen it to on apple Podcasts, let us know in the comments or of course you can just listen to us on spotify if you use that as well uh yeah i just i don't know i just just i kind of want to expand the 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 podcast more outside of my youtube videos yeah, i don't mind don't uploading on youtube at all it's just a little bit of a pain in the ass trying to upload them in two parts whereas like on the streaming platforms the the spotify or apple podcast you know it's so much easier just to upload it all in one i don't have to split it up into two parts yeah um, and don't forget about apple music if you want to listen to spartacus's mixtape coming soon oh yeah yeah don't forget that and so uh, with that being said we appreciate you guys listening all the way through have a great day and we'll catch you on the next episode next week See you guys.